BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. There's something magical about unboxing. When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, Father Brown and Death in Paradise. Plus new originals like Payback, Irving Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at BritBox.com. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. How do I ask my boss for a raise? I'm so jealous of my coworkers' promotion. I just don't know what to do. Is there a good way to brag about my accomplishments? Careers are complicated, and there are so many hush-hush topics we're told we can't talk about. That's why you have the Career Contessa podcast. I'm your host, Lauren McGoodwin, and each week I'm joined by experts to help you overcome your workplace woes with actionable advice that you can use today. Subscribe to the Career Contessa podcast and make progress in your career every Tuesday. Welcome back to my weekly podcast, Taste of Taylor. I'm Taylor. Joining me today is also other Taylor, my wife, Teddy, a.k.a. Rita. Hey, girl. Hey, welcome to the podcast. Hi, Tay-Tay. Okay, I want to apologize in advance. My voice is always raspy AF, but it is extra out of control today. Not because I partied over the 4th of July weekend. Even though she did. Okay, fine. I fucking did. But no, it is definitely because I am feeling a bit under the weather. Thanks to my wife, Taylor. So not only is my voice raspier than usual, which again, apologies, but my wife's voice sounds just like me. You're fucking, you're copying my style and you're copying my voice. Considering how bad it was last week, it's it's a million times better. Tay had full on laryngitis when we were in LA. So I mean, I couldn't make a noise. No. It was actually like kind of scary. It was scary. And I have to say too, like, you know that I am somebody that needs constant stimulation and noise chatter chatter and you're already a little quiet from a taste but i really really <laughs> love you so i'll put up with it mm-hmm. this is not what we're talking about today no. what we're talking about is our fourth of july weekend and also <laughs> two things I have, I have two things to spiral about one is you getting me sick and then ditching me to go hang out with sport people mm-hmm and then number two and i would do it again i hear such a bitch and then number two is i want to talk about of course, like our weekend with Brian and Claudette and like the whole gang, the gang per use. But also we did karaoke and the way I have been, there's a word I always use. If you're an OG little effer, hey girl, hey, you know the word bathos. It like goes back to the series sex and radio days. And you know bathos too, but I've, I've noticed that whenever I use it casually, like I drop it like it's hot, people are always like, what's bathos? And I'm like, oh shit, right. Like there's new people always coming into the fold. B-E-T-H-O-S. It's actually on Urban Dictionary. Will you look it up? Yeah. But, but okay, so bathos, this is this, the, the story of bathos because I'm going to be saying it a lot because we're going to talk about 
you being a horrible partner and ditching me when after you got me sick. On Urban Dictionary, bathos means an awkward situation, feeling uncomfortable. Using I, it in a sentence, I ran into my ex and it was so, so bathos. bathos. Now, I want to be clear, okay? That is in the Urban Dictionary because of two people. Nicole Ryan from The Morning Mashup and Taylor Strecker speaking to you currently, okay? We, but we did not invent it. So Nicole's best friend, Lizzie, who she grew up with, she's like her sister. So, and I met Lizzie when I was at Ithaca with Nicole. So Lizzie's little brother was out with his friends and they were really stoned, okay? And their friend really stoned was trying to hit on this bartender and it was not working. And so Lizzie's brother, John, looked at his friend who we don't fucking know and he said, bro, so bathos and they died laughing because without even knowing what that word was they knew exactly what they were talking about so then john passed to lizzie and then lizzie brought it into me and nicole and nicole and i were on the radio so we were bathos this and bathopity that and you know spinning the baton of the bath Rican day parade we were all over the bathos <laughs> and so it started to spread like wildfire throughout our audiences and like let's get real like Sirius has a massive fucking reach so between morning mashup and wake up a taylor we're spreading bathos across the land of, of all the ladies, 1834, like wildfire. So I believe that it is an urban dictionary because of us, okay? I wonder if there's a source. Bathos actually, because I'm like back in like the early days of bathos, I would get in debates with people and they'd be like, um, that's not a word. And I was like, duh, it's not a word, it's a made up word. But they were like, but it's not a made up word because it's actually a word, but you're using it incorrectly. So my understanding is that there's a word pathos, which essentially means what we call bathos. And then bathos, is also a word, I believe, spelled with an A, and it means something entirely different. So it's almost like these two high college boys took pathos and made it into bathos. It's like when I say, like, spitting the baton, you will never untell me, you will never be able to course correct that I believe it is past the baton. I'm aware <laughs> it's past the baton now because I was shamed for being an idiot, but, like, <laughs> it's still past the baton. And to my core, I know it's a P. It's a B, just so you know. It's baton. I know you got me confused. Pass the pass the baton. But you know what? It should be put on. Pass the baton. Because alliteration is everything. It's a soft B. It's a P and it's a hard it's one. A so- <laughs> it's a hard P. Pass the baton. Pass the baton. Anyway, so that's what bathos is in my world. And clearly on Urban Dictionary, and you're welcome for a word. And you and how does it feel to be the inventor of a word? Well, I guess I didn't invent it, but I was certainly a spreader of it. And it feels like an honor and a privilege. Okay. Thank I'm not you for drunk. That. It sounds like I am. <laughs> So yeah, we have to also talk about the bathos of it all because I cannot shake. So if I was going to put bathos in terms of a noise, this is what bathos is in noise form. You know, you're you're like literally you're doing anything, washing the dishes, and all of a sudden out of nowhere you go with this. Ah! You're driving your car now, and out of nowhere all of a sudden you go. Ah! Or you're on the subway and you're like, ah! it's like the thing that you did that like makes you feel uncomfortable, but you just can't motherfucking shake it. And when the anxiety is pumping like you're at a discotheca. You just cannot, and you, you can't, and you shan't. That's bathos. Thank you for the explanation. And the way I feel bathos about karaoke. There when you words. shouldn't, but we'll get And I was going to do a solo it. podcast, as you can see. <laughs> you were going to do one? But I couldn't do the karaoke one without somebody there because I knew I wasn't going to be able to do it justice without like an actual Because someone witness. has to actually speak the truth. Right. Well, okay. we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> Let's start off with the fact that you... Um, Got you sick and left you. That is so insane. And I know I gave you permission, but like the way that it, I think it hit me when you guys were posting. So we were in LA for um, Stassi's birthday and the final show of the Mommy Dearest tour. Mm-hmm. Rest in peace. I'm so sad. I still have to post pictures. 
that a freak you took from Philly. Never will. No, I will. Because you know, the only reason why I'll post them is because a freak took them, and I fucking die for a freak. He's so amazing. I met him at Hannah Burr's bachelorette party. He's an amazing photographer. I'll credit him in the photo carousel, so you'll be able to like click on his link, follow him. He's to die for. Um, but like the way I get such anxiety about posting anything reels and pictures anything in feed on instagram i get like so overwhelmed especially when it's something that like i'm excited about posting and or it's important to me i think everybody feels that way now do you feel like that people aren't really posting in feed anymore in feed just feels so monumentous you know um but freak took the best pictures of us from the philly show and so like i wanted just to like post them as just like i don't even know like a commemoration of the tour What's your caption going to be? I don't know. Don't even talk about it. I'm so stressed out. Um, so yeah, I have to do that. But yeah, so you were there like for the final show and also for Saucy's birthday. And I wasn't feeling well to begin with. You weren't feeling well to begin with, but like, okay, in retrospect, do you feel like you probably shouldn't have come at all? Nah. Yeah, because I will, I do think that a general cold is whatever. And like, you definitely said like, I'm not feeling 100% Stassi, but we're like, whatever. Like, you know what I mean? Like, and we knew it wasn't COVID. So that like, as long as it's not COVID, it's yeah, like- Yeah, I was testing and I didn't have COVID. And I was like, I don't think I have strep because I had a headache and I was just like, whatever. She's feeling a little under the weather. So yeah. we, you decided, fuck it, I'm going to come out. We all said, we co-signed that decision. Yeah. And then you arrived and we went, you arrived and we went right to the last show. Right to the last show. The next day we went to the Abbey Drag yeah, Brunch. Right. And I... But you were already like in a rough spot. I mean, yeah. Taylor literally ordered chicken noodle soup at the goddamn Abbey. That is the most turn I stand order by that decision. That is so, soup at a drag show in, in the day. In the 90 degree heat. Psychotic. That's when I knew you were out for the count and I was really scared for all of us. But when you, this is the thing is you flew in and... We, you got you like got home. We showered and we went to the venue because we have to get the venue at like four o'clock. Yeah, and then we did the show, and then there was like a little bit of like an after party hang for Saucy's birthday. Mm-hmm. Via only at the um at the actual venue, and then people were like, "Well, now let's go out," and that was where we made. I think that that was the fatal mm. flaw in the decision. I think how we said. I think we'll go home. We can have like a glass of wine. I think that extra hour or two staying out pushed you over the edge and like sent you down a complete viral spiral. I agree. Yeah. I agree. So we woke up the next day, uh, went to drag brunch and I, we were there with like Katie and Lala and a bunch of people and I couldn't communicate. Like mm-hmm. I was like, my voice was like cracking like this. I was like, it's just better to like not talk. So then you got, you and the Sass- way The way Lala was mocking you every time you talked was my favorite thing in the world. I know. She'd be like, what did you say? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was so pathetic. So then, again, I had an opportunity to go home. You and Sassy went home. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. Eh, I'll go out. And literally use sign language to communicate. And you want to be a mother? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Trying to get it all out of my system now. That's the only reason I'm letting it go. For real. Yeah, so I could not speak. I got home. I was like. I also want to just sorry, sidebar. Uh-huh. So you have to remember these times that I have been like, what did I say last night? We were talking to Brian's new boyfriend. I was explaining like our relationship. Yeah. And I was saying to him that Tay like. She's such a social butterfly and like I just like have to let her spread her drunk wings and just like flap around the party. It's literally true. And it used to bug me in the beginning of our relationship because I just wanted her all to myself. But now like we've been together for like we're close we're 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 close closing on a decade. Nine years. Why do you say it like that? Like you know it's been married forever? Because it's been eight and a half years. So what? That's so close to ten. Well, like 10 years ago, you were fully married. So it just like, okay, you know. Okay, fine. For protecting my, my reputation. Literally. What reputation, bitch? <laughs> so, but yeah, I feel like, um, wait, what was I just saying? I told us with you. You're letting me flap my drunk oh, wings. Letting you flap your drunk wings. But like, I am in a place now where I'm like, 
like you and me, like if I party, we're, and you know what? I will say watching Stassi and Bo too has helped me too a lot with this. Cause like Stassi really is like, she doesn't love to socialize. She doesn't love big groups. And she's like, she'll go for a little bit and then she wants to go home. And I've realized I actually really prefer that too. So I'll go out to like the Abbey, but then like, I don't want to be like bar hopping. It's just like not the vibe for me anymore. I'm fucking old bitch. So like, but like, I'm happy to let you do it. But I will say, you have to remember how cool I was about you like being this crazy drunk bat flying around at parties because there might be a time when we have a child and I want to be a crazy drunk bat. Yeah. And you have to be like, yeah, but see, you do this thing where when you do it and I'm doing it with you, it's fine. But then when you're over it, I'm sorry, I'm just going to say it. Smoking cigarettes. What about it? When we first met, we dabbled here and there. Yeah. And you were like, whatever. And then one day you were like, it's disgusting. I quit. And I was like, okay, well, when we go to this party, I'm going to smoke. And you were like, disgusting. Oh, screaming at this, on the side of the but road. But like, that's the thing is like, we're like, when you're in something, you're like, it's fine. It's fine. Who carefree? Who cares? And then the second you're over it, you're like, I no longer approve of this disgusting, immature behavior. I'm and a- so I feel like when we have a child, all of a sudden, like, you're just going to be like, I am sober and do not drink anymore. And you are a disgusting drunk mongrel. Just remember I, these times. I will remember them. I'll listen back to this podcast. And I actually do agree with you that I am a total hypocrite. Thank you. Yes. Some, probably something to talk about in therapy, too. Absolutely. I don't think, we, I don't think we've talked about that. I have tried. Have you? <laughs> I have tried. <laughs> yes, I have. So, okay. Thank you for that. I, re- I really appreciate the validation. And see? It's true. I let it go. I just huh. let it go like that. And just like wow. that. I'm over it. It's that easy? See? No, you're the only one holding on to anything. Validate me and I'll let it fucking go. Okay. So, yes. So, you were a drunk bat spreading your wings. Yeah. And I just said, you know, fly birdie fly. Yeah. So, then whatever. we were still in LA for a few days. Um, and by and you Monday. Were really bad. Like, and you couldn't even go to Stassi's birthday dinner at the Beverly Hills Hotel. Yeah. Which, like, says a lot. And I was it having such FOMO. And I was like, I literally can't even, like, move. So, we were there until Wednesday. I was, I mean, I, when I say I was mute, I literally couldn't make a sound. No, she was. She, she literally could not speak. The only way I could talk was to let her whisper this so that like my vocal cords were not being used at all. So we could finally get home all of a sudden. And, and Saucy and I are like bracing ourselves because every time anyone gets sick, the two of us get sick and then Hartford can get sick. Bo literally never gets sick. It's unbelievable. Really? But we well, that's actually not true. Really he just like perpetually has allergies. No, you're right. You're right. So but like like it is a scary thing the way it moves through a house. And, you know, it's like you tried your best to quarantine, but it, it's just it's impossible. Well, and I was like, if Hartford gets sick, I was like, kids are always sick. And she's in dance class and all these different things. I was like, so oh. if I get her, give her a little cold, like I really do feel bad. But you know. and then also like not to bury the lead, but like uh, if you follow Stassi and Bo on Instagram, you saw that Hartford was so sick. She like they had to take her to the hospital. Um, I talked to Stassi today. She's like totally good. She's on the mend. So I'm feeling so much better. The way I was spiraling I when I saw that video of her chest breathing. Um, and I Stassi and Bo are so great. They were like, well, what are you gonna do? You know what I mean? Like, but she's on. She's mended now, and she's like on the road to recovery. So like now I can like breathe easy mm-hmm. but i was like i mean i, I saw that video at like 2 a.m on like two days ago when i was like not okay and then we're out staying with brian and he has dean who's like not even i mean how old is dean like a almost nine months and so then i was like i i literally convinced myself in a drunken stupor that like what we have like remember when kids didn't get covid they weren't affected by covid yeah i felt like what we just had somehow was like the covid for kids the one that they can all get right and I was spiraling on, I guess it was Monday night. 
like you guys were playing pool and I was like, and then you were playing like, I don't know, pickleball at like two in the morning and I was like uh, clicking. Yeah. And I was clicking. I was like, I am unwell. Yeah. Unwell. So if anybody saw Harford being sick, like, yeah, patient zero is my wife right here. That's, I mean. That is correct. Yes, that is correct. Yep. This episode of Taste of Taylor is brought to you by Ibotta. Here is the deal. If you like money, honey, listen up. You're running around constantly during the summer doing a million errands, right? Picking up burgers and hot dogs for that barbecue. You're getting some uh, suntan lotion for like the long weekend ahead. Maybe you're getting a cute little bathing suit for that pool party. Well, guess what? You're already running around doing this, spending the money. So why not get cash back for it with Ibotta? Here's the deal. Ibotta gives you cash back on hundreds of items so you can make sure you're beating inflation no matter what you're purchasing. And it's so easy. You either link your loyalty account or upload your receipt after you shop and you get your cash back. The average Ibotta user earns $120 per year. That could cover the cost of an entire shopping trip. Or you could use your cash back to buy that flight you've been eyeing, that game you're dying to go to, or that fancy dinner you've been craving. And here's the deal. Other apps give you points that don't really amount to much. But with Ibotta, you get real cash back that you can cash out to your bank account, PayPal, or gift cards. And you can earn cash back on hundreds of online brands and retailers too when you start with Ibotta, including Lowe's, Macy's, Sephora, Best Buy, and so much more. Right now, Ibotta is offering my listeners $5 just for trying Ibotta by using the code Taylor when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free, free Ibotta app and use code Taylor. That's I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Play or App Store and use code T-A-Y-L-O-R. And now back to the podcast. We're traveling home on Wednesday. I start to feel sick and I'm like, oh, this is fucking coming. So I lay low. We came home when we worked, but like lay low like Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, actually Thursday, Friday, because we got home super late Wednesday. Yeah fucking United Airlines. And then Saturday, we had been always planning on going to this party with Claudia and Ben. You got to take over here because I don't know sports. So Claudia and Ben are friends with Kyle Juszczyk, who plays on the 49ers. Okay. That's a football team, honey. It is. In San Francisco. Congratulations. So they're from Long Island. They have a house in Long Island. So the plan was to just like go out there for the day. Which is like uh, where they live. Long Island's only like an, it really shouldn't, should be more like, like, like an hour drive from the, the city, probably like an hour and a half from us. But with the traffic. Queens. It can be literally, because we did this drive to Huntington when we were on the road and it took fucking three hours to get there. So I was definitely not feeling like, I wasn't feeling up for a party, but I really wasn't feeling up for a drive, a drive. that like potentially two and a half, three hours each way. Yeah, and I don't mind. I don't mind the drive. Well, I've been fucking traveling for three months on tour. That's true. That's so true. I'm, yeah. I'm I'm traveled out. Is my point. So like up until that morning, I was like, I'm just gonna stay home with you, stay home with you, stay home with you. And I, like I just was hit with like such FOMO that morning. Just to be clear, just to be clear, I did say on Friday night when I was like, I'm not. Here's what I said. I said there's no way in the state that I'm in that I can go to a party and then also go to Brian's for it's, four days. It's yeah. one or the other. I'm not gonna make the stretch of that long. So I was like, well, we've been playing this with Brian for a while. So like, I'm not going to the party. But I did say to you Friday night, you absolutely can go to the party. I, know, I really I felt, did say I know, that. I know, but I felt bad. I know, but like, the thing is, we're, I'm always dragging you to like, bravo this and housewife that. And finally, fucking finally, we're going to like the mecca of Taylor Donahue, like Sporto beyond. And it's like the one party, like you were so excited. Yeah. And also, you know how much I love Claudia and Ben. And like, 
I just, Claudia and Ben do not care about canceling last minute, but like, I just don't want to do that. And we had, all, we had planned it for a minute. So I did, I, 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 I can't sit here and drag you because I very much, no, I didn't even just co-sign. I encouraged you to go to yeah. the party without me. So I decided to go. Claudia was like, George Kittle's going to be there with his wife, Blair, and he's also on the 49ers. Okay. He's okay. This is how it was explained to me. And sorry, George. George? Correct. Kittle. Um, and I don't <laughs> mean to, like, I'm not trying to, like, you know when people are like, oh, my God, you sing just like so-and-so. Or, like, I remember I told this girl one time, I was like, oh, my God, you're a comedian. You remind me so much of Nikki Glazer, And she got so pissed. Really? And I was like, Nikki's fucking funny and successful and beautiful. Like, it's a compliment. She was like, it's really not cool to, like, like, say that I remind you of somebody that's also in the industry. Who was it? I will never tell Seriously? on this podcast. I'll tell you, but I'll, I, I won't tell. Fine. Hmm. I'm not gonna, I can't like say, I'll give like blind item, okay. which Claudia says I'm terrible at and everybody can always figure it out. <laughs> um, but it was a friend of one of my friends. Okay. Okay. And um, they aren't like super famous, but like if you are a fan of a certain type of news broadcasting, you oh yeah i know who it is well no yeah who it is um and i do like her and i think that she's really fucking funny again it was a compliment but she kind of was like that's like you like comparing a comedian to another comedian it's like it's dicey because you never guess, know how right. people feel about their styles i was like whatever fuck off right. um but no but i do like her even though i just said fuck off but i do like her but like fuck off to that just thing. to be clear but oh so yes mr george kittle right, right. so i was trying to understand what you're like who you are in the world of sports right mm -hmm. and so i said to Taylor, like explaining like in housewife terms and she couldn't because she's her um but then she explained to me i am from boston i am an eagles fan but i am from boston so i understand the patriots and like the workings so i said is he like what's his face Rob Gronkowski. Oh, is he like Gronkowski? Is he like I said, Gronkowski? I said he's a tight. Well, so no, I said, is he like Gronk? Because I know his fucking Gronk. name. And I said, yes, actually, they're both tight ends. Right. And they're very famous. Uh, Gronk was like the face of the league in terms of tight end. But George was always like right there. And now I'm sorry. They, what'd you say? I just fell asleep. <laughs> You're so fucking annoying. <laughs> no, just like you don't need to go into so many sports words. Oh, like. Well, that's that's fun for me. <laughs> Okay, finally have your best life. No, it's fine. No, no, no but he's so with George Kittle. George, yeah, and but George like, when you start like, talking about the league, like I literally just fell asleep. You can't do that. Okay, well, he's really good. They're both really good. No, he's really well. No, if you want to catch my attention, he's really good and he's really famous. And like now I'm in. Like, yeah, I want to be his fucking best friend. Correct. I'm a social climber. Hello. Yes. I don't care if it's Bravo or fucking sports. I'm in. In is in. And I'm not a star fucker when it comes to like you act, are a like, star fucker whatever, and but you're with, also a sport no, fucker. I'm a sport fucker. You're also a star fucker. Sometimes you accused me of being a star fucker recently. We got in a fight about it, and <laughs> I think I was so mad because it was so hypocritical. Well, I've already admitted to being a hypocrite, so <laughs> like, duh, yeah, I'm a star fucker, but like, you can't use that as an insult. Star fucker takes someone to fucking know one. Me, so me and Claudia and Ben went. Yeah, we drove and you fucked all the smart stars. Shoes, oh yeah. <laughs> I kept being like, I'm, all their wives were around and I kept being like, I'm a lesbian, I'm a lesbian, I'm a lesbian, I'm not trying to climb your husband. I know. Even though me and George Kittle were beer pong partners. But all you also adored his wife. Oh my God, yeah. Yeah. But no, Both of their wives were amazing. It's so funny because, you know, I know, like, because I've dated you for so long and I've seen you interact, like, first of all, like, guys fucking love Tay. Girls also love you, but like, men, men fucking adore you mm -hmm. and it's just because like you really are one of the boys you really are and that's not i'm not trying to be insulting 
you are one of the boys, but you are a fucking hot girl. Like, I mean, remember the first time I met you, I was like, I hate this skinny, tall, gorgeous bitch and name my name. You know, when I thought you were straight, like you, you have a very, you're very striking. You're also very cool. And like the guys love you. I, if I was with my husband and he was like, you know, bugging up to you, I would take a pause for concern too. But then they find out that you're a lesbian. So which I think makes men love you even more because then you become the most safe. Like, yeah, that's you true. are a safe, the, Taylor Donahue and other lesbians too. But like you specifically, you are a straight man's best, best dream in the world because you are a safe person he gets to flirt with. He doesn't have to worry about you falling in love with him because he knows that you're a lesbian. He doesn't have to worry about his wife worrying because you're a lesbian. There's no threat there. But like, who doesn't like to flirt a little bit, you know? Mm. And you're a gorgeous creature. And I just like feel, see, if I'm going to be mean to you, I'll also be nice to you. And I mean it all sincerely. I appreciate it. But like, you really are. You're a straight guy's dream. That straight men fucking live for you. And this is the exact reason why. It's like the way a gay man appeals to a straight woman. It's like the, um, what is it? It's like the, it's not cheating, but it's like, it's like a relationship loophole. You can have a husband as a woman, a straight woman, and you can also have a gay husband. It's like how you can like cheat without cheating. And the same goes for lesbian, for straight man. I get it. Here yeah. You go. So exactly. that, yeah. So that is all really true. But you bonded with Kittle. Yeah. We played beer pong all day. We were undefeated until the very end. No, you were living your best frat boy life. So much fun. Yeah. Would you say that like when you're hanging out with these like NFL guys, because these like, or any like major sport guy, do you feel like, like, Watching it felt very fratty, but like, is there a difference between like frat life and like, I'm like professional athlete life? Literally exactly the same. Exactly the same. I fucking love it. And like, I love people from Long Island, but it's like, this is a Long Island party, baby. I love it. Like, I really, I I will say I was fine with you going until I saw the stories and then I was feeling super fucking jealous. Yeah. So anyway, well, good time. Well, you guys FaceTime me. That was nice. Yeah. There were some listeners there. I know. Well, there was like hardcore toasters Toasters, and I have become... Like I, I think I, I, I it would be I, I think I'm kind of like uh like uh the little lesbian mascot of the toaster <laughs> community. You've got Claudia, you've got Jackie, they are mom, they they are you know, mom and dad or mom and mom, however you want to slice it or dice it. Um, they are like the head bitches in charge. And then I feel like I'm kind of like a mascot dog. Yeah, like I'm a like, part like, of the family, rah, rah. but you know, like not at the level of the two queens. Like a little yappy dog. Exactly. Yeah. But the, but the way I'm loved by the toasters, and I just have to say, yeah, they're amazing. the feeling is fucking mutual. Mm. So thank you. Yeah. So that was that. And uh, so, yeah, I was dragging you on social media about uh, leaving me at home sick. But the truth is, I highly encouraged it. Yeah. Now let's talk about the spiral of all spirals. So we drive out to Brian's. Again, just to be clear, I was like, I don't feel well. And everybody was like, fuck it, just come. So I wasn't being like irresponsible with my sickness. Going to karaoke using the microphone? That was irresponsible. <laughs> that Feel, was what night? Monday? I, I was so deep into it. I don't even think I'm contagious anymore. So Monday, we hang by the pool. We're getting drunk. We play a pickleball tournament. I fucking suck. No, you were literally good. No, I'm... How about this? Do you know when you have like friends and they're like, there's somebody who's literally dead weight, whether it's like a board game or like, you know, like an athletic game, it's usually like athletics and it's like, okay, so the three of us are good and now we're playing in doubles, but this person sucks so bad that they're like ruining it for everybody. not you. I'm not that bad. No. I, but like, I am the best. I, I'm sorry. I am the worst of the best. Like I can hang with all of you guys, but I am, I'm the, I saw Claudia. She literally like, looked at Ben. She literally looked at Ben and said, keeping it to Taylor, she's weak. <laughs> Her Here's backhand is weak. Hit her, hit her for her backhand. Her backhands are weak. I only get like 50% of my backhands over the net. Honestly, 
I was shocked at how good you were. Thank you. And like saying that you were the worst one there is not saying much because everyone was like really good. Okay, fine. But, th- but that's what I'm saying. I'm saying if they're, uh, listen, and I we liked- took, you know what's shocking? We took a poll last night and we said of all of us, including Brian and his boyfriend, Alex and, and John and everybody, like who is the best? And we all agreed. It was Claudia. It was Claudia. She's psychotically good. And she's also psychotically competitive. <laughs> I don't know what's scarier is playing against her or playing with her. You know what? I take it back. Playing with her scarier. I and liked playing with her. Because you're good. I guess so. We lost. I Did you very... win when you played with her? Yeah. Oh, twice. Well, no wonder you fucking like five li- minutes. Well, no wonder you fucking liked it. Yeah. I played with her and we lost. Oh. And I was, you know, I know she adores me. So she really was gentle. But if if Ben had played the plays I played, he would have been murdered on the ground. Yeah, she was screaming at him. She was like, she was, it was taking every ounce of self-control for her not to lose the way her she, mind. The way she screams bloody murder, like she's <laughs> getting murdered. So pickleball was fun, but we had all, we had like a toasty day. So we were already like a little fucked up. Yeah. We shower real quick. Nothing like a summer drunk day shower, right? Oof. The worst. After like 14 drinks. So we went to dinner and then we, Brian got a sprinter van. So we were like, okay, we're going to go for a night out on the town in New Hope. And we ended up going to this, we were looking for drag and, well, drag or karaoke. We stumbled into drag and karaoke, um, which was amazing. And we went to this place and um, Claudia, like the way she, I, we all know what a star and what a hilarious talent and a really good singer Claudia is. Yeah, yeah. But like watching her at this like turnt fucking like random ass bar in like, New Hope, Pennsylvania. Turning it up. It actually like everybody got like dinner and a show that night. Like they got to see whoever song she was karaokeing. That's what they got to see. They got to see Celine Dion. They got to see a little bit of a, of, of a Broadway production of Rent. Right? And what else was the song that uh, that Ben and I missed when we um, left? I don't remember, honestly. Um, but, she did a couple Celine. But like she went on stage. First of all, her confidence. Oh, oh Amy Winehouse. Amy Winehouse. Her confidence is beyond. Second of all, she's serving. It's giving cabaret. She's like telling jokes. It's mm-hmm. like watching Eliza Minnelli. Yeah. A thousand percent. She's like, and then she's like dancing and like, she's like doing crowd work. Yeah. It's, it's a sight to be it's, seen. It's the funniest thing ever. And like, can you imagine like being there that night? And like, it's, it's, it's all, you know what it's like? I remember years ago when I worked at Sirius, my co-host Kenny was a comedian. And so he did a show at Gotham called Kenny's Lindling House and Friends. And it's a known fact that comedians drop by comedy clubs randomly, not when they're planning to, and they'll just pop in and they'll work out material that they've been working on. Um, it's a very common practice. So we were there and it was Kenny. Nikki Glazer was there before she was like where she is now and a couple of other Kenny friends. I was hosting. No, no, no. I'm like, I was, I was in the audience this night. So I was sitting front row and all of a sudden they're like, the MC's like, okay, so we have a surprise guest dropping in, Jerry Seinfeld. <laughs> and we were like, what? So we got to see Jerry Seinfeld at Kenny's Zimming House and Friends, which implies that Jerry Seinfeld is one of Kenny's friends and he's the headliner, which is <laughs> fucking crazy. But like, it is so cool to get to be in a moment where like a celeb pops by something that's not supposed to be that. And I feel like that's what happened on Monday night of the 4th of July weekend with Claudia. Like yeah. she came and like, if anybody was a fan of hers, like <clears throat> she, like, you know, they would say like, don't meet your role models. Oh, you're, your icons, heroes. your heroes, because they'll disappoint you. Not the case with Claudia. The like, opposite. Meet her because, like, she, you'll be like, this bitch is exactly what I was expecting. Yeah, she was incredible. No, so, but and so we got there in the crowd. There wasn't much of a crowd. It was a huge place. Not much of a crowd. An interesting crowd. Unique. 
And, unique. Yeah. And then I unique. And somehow I was joking to Ben. I was like, literally, when Claudia starts singing, toasters just appear. Yeah. It was like they just appeared out of thin air. Yeah. And there were like 15 toasters in the front, like so dancing funny. to her singing. It was yep. hilarious. And I will say too, like she went up and she just like turned it up so much and was like, and also like our group was getting real rowdy. <clears throat> and when other people go up on stage, and this is something as a performer, I know what it feels like to get nothing. So it's almost like performer's karma. Did you just hear the way I breathed? <gasps> I'm so excited. So if I'm a karaoke and you're performing, you've never had a better audience member than Taylor Schrecker. Okay. Because I will give you what I wish I was given. You, you, have, the, you have performer's empathy. Yes. Got it. And like there feels nothing worse than like than performing to crickets. And so I will get so turnt and so excited for your fucking song. And Claudia is the same. Mm -hmm. So we were losing our minds for everybody's song. And it was just building really like morale mm -hmm. at the club. And so then it was encouraging more and more people to go up and like perform with the confidence that usually no one has yeah. a karaoke place. And then our friend Garrett bought 50 shots. That was unnecessary. I was Garrett. like, you idiot. But I love you. He's for like, it. they're probably like a dollar. I was like, they're not. So everybody's going up and then Claudia's like, I request to take me or leave me for you for from rent. And I was like, fuck you, bitch. I'm not going up on stage. This is the other two, the thing though, following <laughs> Claudia, not easy, not an easy True. task. So I was like, I'm not going up. You performed. It's not happening. And she's like, I'll go up there with you. I was like, fine, let's do a duet. And I know, you know, she can, she can sing a little if, if the vocal cords are lubed up enough, like she can have a good night. I've had bad karaoke. You know, okay. Remember the night that we were karaoke and I started a fight with the girls that walked in and I thought were judging me mm -hmm. and making fun of me? Mm -hmm. That was fun. Yeah. What did I say to them? You were so mad at me. Smallest karaoke said, bar on the face of the planet. It's, ca it's called, what's called? Something uh, 161 Lafayette. 161 Lafayette. It's great. Check it out. It's amazing. You sit on the mic, like in the like middle of the song, like these girls in the back. You go, I see you. I know you're laughing. I was like, who are you talking to? It was so... I Psychotic. So psychotic. On the mic, you just stopped. It was insane. You know what I am? I'm paranoid and then combative. What a combination. What a combo. So, I, it's my favorite. I love it. <laughs> She's being facetious in case you couldn't oh, hear yeah. the sarcasm dripping from her vocal cords. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah. I So, Claudia convinced me to go up on stage. We did a stunning duet. And Claudia's sense of confidence is contagious mm -hmm. so i was I'm, I'm still not i'm not ever as confident as claudia but like also i like doing duet because and we know each other so well because we always do that fucking song when it's karaoke mm -hmm. we're so fucking annoying and like we don't just split the roles like we really ping pong back and forth it's like a gorgeous volley of pickleball it is and um she lets me take like the lower notes like it's really it's like we're making love on stage with our vocal cords and we brought the fucking house down did we you did so how did you feel during it I felt like I was flying high. I felt like I was walking on sunshine. Like I felt great. And so the I moment you moment you walked off the stage, did you feel still feel? I felt amazing. Okay. And everybody was exploding dying. and dying. dying. And they were like, but they had already seen Claudia just like perform her fucking titties off by herself. Like our whole group was just like gay guys. So they were they already dying. knew what Claudia could do, but I think they really had no fucking idea what I could do. And I for real thought I've sang in front of Brian and John before, but the way they were like. What just happened to Taylor Strecker? <laughs> like, we, how do we, how have we known you for this long? And we have never known this. This is like a hidden talent that you've never shown her. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, they mean it. I'm fucking amazing. That was epic. I'm so happy I did it. That's how I was feeling. Okay. Strangers are walking up being like, you guys are professional singers from like the play house across the street. And we were like, no, but we are. 
professional stars to some degree. <laughs> Talent is just flowing through our veins. So I was feeling really good. And the compliments were coming in and she was receiving them. And then Claudia was like, you have to go back and do another one. And I was like, what? You know, and I should have trust my goddamn gut because it's like, just like, let's let, let's, let's hit on a high. Let's land on a goddamn high. So she convinces me to go up and request a song. I think Alanis Morissette. Why the fuck do I do this to myself? In my mind, it's always going to be fun. And in reality, it's always a fucking chaotic nightmare. So, because that's the energy Alanis gives. So I meant to request ironic. Mm-hmm. I know every word. Like, take me or leave me. Isn't I don't have to look ironic? at the fucking yeah. screen. I got it down, okay? That's what I need to thrive in karaoke. I can't be reading the screen. She is fucked if she's reading a screen. So I thought I requested ironic. Now that I'm really thinking back to my drunken stupor, I said Alanis Morissette. And he said, you want to know? And I said, eh, ironic. He said, hey, you want to know? And I said, okay. But Seriously? You forgot about that exchange? I did forget about it. But in my mind, it was, I'm going to do ironic, you know? And sure, it's like, it's, sure, it's sure, more yeah. my range. It's a little more calm. You went up there and all of a sudden I hear, I want you to know. And I was like, what is she? Why is she singing the song? And then I started to panic because <laughs> it's really fast and it's really low. Wait, but and you it's do kind that. of like rapping, which is my pet peeve of karaoke. I hate unless you are so fucking good or you are so deranged like your sister Ashley, who I, I love so much. Get what it is, what yeah. it does, what it is, what it isn't. Looking for a better way to get better. Looking I'm for a better way to get a better way to get all the <laughs> I'm cutting that. No, when you do that song, no, you can't cut that. When you do that song, you do bring the house down. Thank you for one you verse. Welcome. Yes, for oh, one verse, and then you got to get off stage. And when Ashley sings Alexander Hamilton. And when Ashley sings Alexander Hamilton, it is the most amazing thing ever. Screaming, rapping. It's not so much that she's good, it's that she's so fucking Pas- committed. Passionate. And passionate and confident. That's the, that's the most. The most. And she's so fucking gorgeous, so she can get away with anything. So funny. Oh, shit. My ah. ST. So, and that was the thing too, like, when you do karaoke, you don't even have to be really a good singer, but you've got to be confident as fuck. And so, I'm like, wait, this is the wrong song. Wait, stop. Wait, help. All eyes are on me. And Ben Soffer had just gone before me and done Lips of an Angel. Not my favorite song, but this is a testament to him. Brought the house down with a song that's not even that popular. Yeah, it was really good. Was it like Nickelback or something? It is Nickelback. (laughs) Um, And I used to sing it when I would do Name That Tate Tune. I like how I just pretend like I don't know it's Nickelback. potato in the pips of angel. If you know, you know. (laughs) So it it really it, it it got to my heart. Wait, but you knew the words of I don't know. It's like not easy. I don't know what the love that's gave that's made. That's what I was doing. No. Did you hear me? <laughs> I literally started doing him the tattoo. I want you to know that I'm mask me, but do literally. I was my I just like know like to be you know, potato about me. So I committed to that, but there were no real words coming out of my mouth. You did not know? No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. You want to know? I mean, I heard that part. I know. No, but you want to know that the real words were coming out of my mouth. Whatever. But like, Claudia was looking at me like a fucking Russian gymnastics coach. She was like, keep going. Get it together. And I looked at her, I was like, I don't know the words. And she was like, you know the words. Confidence. She, nobody, I don't think anybody knows. It's her and Stassi, honestly. I wonder sometimes if they're like, oh, I have to hang with Taylor. She's so emotionally draining. She needs so much support. <laughs> but like the way that they cheerlead me so build, hard build you up. makes me go, A, they're wonderful friends and so supportive. I don't think people would ever know it about them because they can maybe, I don't know, track is like, 
narcissistic <laughs> and scary and scary and like tough but like they're so gentle and wonderful yeah. with me like they nobody can pump me up more than those two you think at some point also nicole ryan was so, and matt which is like you know you know if you know matt ryan but like they literally sobbed after they saw the show in huntington yeah. like the pride it's really like the nicest thing ever however in my weak paranoid moments of insecurity you know i worry that there's a world in which I am so pathetic that they have to build me up. Like you're, you're moronic. Okay. Like at some point you have to be like, Oh, what the, all of these people are saying is true. Like, I'm like, are, is my friend group like make a wish? Like, did somebody like, did no, somebody not tell me that like I have What's a, term, wrong with you? a terminal disease and like my mom and dad hired all these people to be my friends. I mean, when I was in Cabo with my parents, they literally made friends for me. My friend, Uba, she's going to be the housewives. Oh my God. It's probably premiering like in the next couple of weeks. The Real Housewives, the reboot of, of New York City. Uba, she's such a fucking goddess. My mom made friends with me for her. My mom made me her her friends. <laughs> How do I say it? My mom made me. My mom made friends with her for me. Yes. My mom made friends with me for her. <laughs> it's so embarrassing. What's wrong with you? My mom and dad coddled me my entire life. That's true. Girl can't pay a bill to save her life. Uh, how did I survive? I don't know. So I went from my parents to husband to you. Yep. And that's when I started realizing I need to learn how to do things. Yeah. <laughs> no, you take very good care of me. Yeah. So anyway, I'm doing you ought to know. And Cardi's just like, lean in. So I was like, I know I can nail the like, yeah, 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 I don't know. But then this. <laughs> really. I, I, I committed because I had to. And when I tell you that there were actual tears. No, no, there weren't. Streaming out of both of my eye <laughs> no. sockets. Tay, I was like, if they can see these tears streaming no. down my face, because I was trying so hard. Like, I wasn't crying because I was emotional. Like, maybe I was crying because I was horrified. I definitely wasn't crying because I was like, so like, I, it wasn't like happy tears. And it was either embarrassed tears or tears of like, it's like, well, if I'm not going to pee and I'm not going to fart, I guess I have to like emit something out of my body somewhere. And so <laughs> no. it came out of my eyes. Are you kidding me? So much crying. So, and like, I was like, you know when you push, when you poop and you cry? Mm. I was like pushing out a poop, except it was coming out of your eyeballs. It was, you ought to know. <laughs> out of my mouth. Was it because you were looking at the screen and you're losing your eyesight? It was so many things and <laughs> so many, and, and, and nothing at the same time. But when I got off stage, I felt mortified and that's where i really saw you crumble and everybody because i saw the stark difference between when i first got off stage it was like oh and now i did the thing where now we all feel weird <laughs> and i don't know like i feel like when you are on that stage you just have to commit but oh my god i want to throw up even just thinking about it makes you want to die it was so good but no but like that like let's like let's have a tea party right now like okay. for real yeah no, because if we're going to be married for the rest of our lives, which we are, and we're going to raise a child together. Yes, I said child one, which we are. You need, I need to trust you. I need to know that you're going to tell me the truth. I always tell you the truth. Taylor, don't If you put on an outfit and you say, do I like it? And I don't like it. I yeah, say, but, I don't like it. Yeah, but I can change that. So I need you to tell me the truth. I know, I, I, I think I did win over our friends with the first performance. So I think that helped me with the second. But if I just on you, I don't know. I I think it was really good. I'm I'm not fucking I'm not lying to you, and I'm telling you. And the bathos. The thing is, pulses through thy veins. The thing is, that song is like angry woman energy. 
So it's not like it's not I also did it with a fucking like with a fucking Letterman cardigan over, over my shoulders, over your, over your shoulders, and, and a matching in a matching white silk tank and flowy pants. That is my one critique. Was you should just put the sweater on or taking it, no, taking no, it off? No, no, no. It was intentional. Like I was like, this lady is so angry. You know what I mean? <laughs> and look how dainty I am. No, like, like she's so dainty. Where does that rage come from? And that guy we met who was like obsessed with us. Yes, Ryan. Like, which is screaming about how classy you are. Screaming <laughs> to you on the stage. You're so classy. <laughs> it was so funny. Anyway, um, I have been spiraling ever since. I feel like I went from such a high to such a low with my friends. I wish I quit while I was ahead. Um, and then the whole night, we were all so wasted. And everybody just kept being like, like Brian was like, you're a really good singer. And I was like, I know Brian. Like Brian does not give like false compliments. Right. And like, I feel like Brian understands the bathos, even if he doesn't know the word, he understands it. And Brian would never like, he doesn't give courtesy compliments, but like I, that, but like I started to spiral so much that I was like, literally I did so bad that like now everyone's like, you were so good. You were like so good. And then Claudia gets up after me and fucking performs Celine Dion and takes literally took the house down. Absurd. It was incredible. But I just like, I'm just, I'm like not well. And I feel like really embarrassed and like, I just like never want to fucking do karaoke again. Unless I'm doing Take Me or Leave Me with Claudia in a duet. I'm fucking out. I'm serious. I'm fucking out. I'm fucking done. It brings me so much more bathos than joy. Like, fuck karaoke. I fucking fight with strangers. I fucking spiral and hate myself. And then the next day, and then t- this is like... because well, t- Yeah, because I posted it. Oh my... And I, like, if you notice, I posted nothing. Brian posted it, you posted it, and Pasta posted it. And I was like, fuck all of y'all. <laughs> you betrayed my confidence. That was private. And I am not reposting any of that. I, think I will never post. I, everybody was asking for the longer version, which there is. Perhaps we'll release her. No, but I think that no, you're going to have fine, like... fine, fine. No, for real. I will release it on Patreon. Okay. I'm not releasing it for mass consumption, but we can put it up on Patreon, the VIP tier. Okay. And uh, if you want to see me and like, but you know what? And I also want to say this because Claudia and I were watching the videos the next day, like of her. And she was like, I thought it sounded good. And I was like, it you doesn't did, come across the same on the I phone. I did. I said you you sounded so good in person. It's it's it like on phone it loses about twenty five percent of its quality. More. Honestly, fifty percent. Yeah. So I feel like we're gonna post it and people are gonna be like, oh fuck, Taylor was bad. But like you have to like, well whatever, just throw it up there. Fuck it. I, I have to shit. make sure that I have the full one. I'm, okay. I think I do, but I'm not. Well, you would definitely have taken me or leave me. Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll throw up what we got for just like VIP. I think John has the full of you ought to know. Thanks, John. <laughs> Thanks for that. So no, anyway, I think you're going to have like karaoke and amnesia. It's no, like giving no, no. birth. You're but just here's like... the thing is that this, the, the last time I felt this bad was ironically with the same crew at Brian's 40th after I did my roast. You lied to my face and told me how well I did. I knew at my core I did not. Claudia was like, you did good. It's fine. Brian was like, you're so cute. I love you. And then when I did my first show in Minneapolis on tour and I sent the full audio to Claudette, she called me like literally crying, was like, you fucking crush it. You are so good. You're so talented. The confidence. Now I can tell you, you stunk up the room at Brian's fucking 40th. And I know she's telling me the truth. So you, you're either a liar or you are too in love with me for me to trust you anymore. It's a lose-lose, baby. You're like my goddamn mother. Well, I have rose-colored glasses. You're, and I, I think everything you do is perfect. Well, anyway, the next day we play pickleball again. And like, I was just like, I don't really feel like playing pickleball. Like, I'm just drained. I'm spiraling. I hate myself. I hate karaoke. And then you guys convinced me to play. And it was like, hands down, the worst game I played. And when I came off the court, Claudia was like, 
you did so good. And I was like, stop, stop it. <laughs> Everybody stop being nice to me. It's freaking me out. <laughs> so anyway, that is our 4th of July recap to boot. Honey, thank you for hopping on here and doing one with me. It's been a minute. The people miss you. I love you. I love you Anytime. so much. You guys, that's it for us. Have a great rest of your Thursday. Don't forget, rate, review, and subscribe. It means the world. Do you tip your Uber driver? Well, let me try again. Do you tip your Postmates? Let me try again. No, I'm joking. But like, you tip your coffee guy. You tip your waitress. You tip a bartender. You tip your Uber. You tip your Postmates. We're a tipping society. Guess what? This is a free tip. It doesn't even require cash money, honey. All we need to do is just go, Rate, review, and subscribe. And I'm speaking for Taste of Taylor, but I'm also speaking for all the podcasters out there. If you love a podcaster, a Stassi, a Claudette, a Jackie, a Toast, a Watch What Crappens, go right now and give them some love. Rate, review, subscribe. It's like the greatest gift you can give to us. You guys, thank you so much. I love you. Until next week. Bye, girl. Bye. Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.